Arguments About Nothing is brought to you by Thin Walls, making every episode a joy to record. Welcome back to Arguments About Nothing. I'm Shelby Samsel. I'm Hannah Bennett. Uh, and we are back for another episode of your favorite podcast where two women just argue about things that don't matter. So Exactly. We take silly, hypothetical, ridiculous questions and we argue about them seriously as if they are something when in fact they are nothing. Uh, and we're going to kick things off today with the final say, uh, which is when we ask you guys on our Instagram to weigh in on some of our past questions uh, that potentially me and Hannah have disagreed about, and you guys get to be the tiebreaker. Um, and so these, all of these questions are from episode... 11. 11? Yes, episode 11. So if you want to hear our full takes on these, feel free to go check them out. Um, the first question, very important stuff. Would you rather be a ninja or a pirate? Hannah went team ninja. I went team pirate. This was very close. 57% of the vote went to team ninja. So <gasps> I won! You Finally! won. You won Is a question. This, this might be the first time I've won a question that Shelby didn't already agree with me on. I'm sorry for the overreaction, but I just got really excited. I don't think it is the first time, but I will say this was a heated debate. Hannah has won. Just barely, it sounds like, but I'll take it. And those of you who voted for Team Ninja, I will never speak to you again. So you are dead to me. Good day and goodbye. So this is the last episode of the podcast then? (laughs) Moving on. Uh, (laughs) Our second question is, would you rather get a standing ovation or have one person you deeply admire tell you that that they're proud of you? Both Hannah and I went standing ovation on this. Yeah. And the internet agreed with us. 86% of people went standing ovation. Wow. So. Yeah. I mean, I think we talked ourselves into that pretty thoroughly in yeah, episode 11. Sure. So how much would someone have to pay you to wear underwear that's one size too small every day for a year? I love, I still love this question. I'm so glad. Um, we, <laughs> Hannah said $10,000. I clocked in around like 13000 Yeah, a little I bit think. more, but not a, a tiny ton more. A bit more, but still in the range. Yeah. And let me tell you, we drastically undersold ourselves. <laughs> We undercut the market by a lot, didn't yeah. we? Yeah. Um, the range of our listeners is anywhere from $100,000 Wow. to $100 a day. Ooh. And we were about $20. $20 a day. <laughs> <laughs> so we need to value ourselves a little bit more. No, actually, what I think that this means is that um, we are just sort of we're going to get hired for this job, right? Because mm-hmm. we've put in the lowest bid and therefore uh, we're going to get the $10,000. We're going to yeah. get the bid. Yeah, absolutely. And then it's Bang, Mary Kill, Spring, Fall, Summer. So Bang, 50% of people went Summer, which I think I think that's what you not- said. Yes, I said Bang, Summer. So people agreed with me here. 25% of people went Spring, 25% of people want to fall. Okay. So people want to get jiggy with summer. Um, and then which one would you want to marry? Majority is fall. 
Oh, okay. Well, that's what so I said. So people agreed with you, yeah. Uh, and then a split, and then a, t- a second way tie of spring and summer. And then which one would they kill? There was a majority tie between spring and summer. Interesting. And, and you know, uh, that was it. So oh. kind of a mixed bag. I think some people agreed with me on certain aspects. Some people agreed with you on certain aspects. Yeah, I don't think either of us get to claim full victory on this one. No. And then our final question is, would you rather have an immortal pet or a soulmate you can only FaceTime with? And once again, strong opinions, 67% of the vote went to an immortal pet. Yes. 33% soulmate FaceTime. I think I convinced you to go with immortal pet on that, right? So we also agreed on that question. Yeah, but I, I still think this is more your win. <laughs> uh, I'm not going to claim this is my win. I think people I think people really agreed with you. In well, I think you. 11. Um, so, uh, yeah, I was really surprised by how few people win Soulmate. You know, the animal lovers out there, the, the idea of an immortal pet is so lovely. I'm, I'm just sort of floating on cloud nine that I actually won a few of these this time. Yeah. I think you. I think you took episode eleven for sure. Uh, I mean, you were due. So. Oh, I was overdue. Yeah. <laughs> um, we also have uh, some fun, a uh, fun listener question this oh, yeah. time. Um, and I feel like it's kind of appropriate. Um, so, would you rather use a face mask, as in like the facial, like for your skin, not like a breathing one? Yeah. Interesting times, by the way, that we have to, we have to clarify, like specify that. Yeah. Clarify. Not an N95, like a right. moisturizing face mask. Um, would you rather use a face mask as toilet paper Ooh. or toilet paper as a face mask? <laughs> who, who asked this question? Great question, oh, listener. Yeah, sorry. Uh, friend of the pod, Karen Broberg. Thank you, Karen. Uh, this is a wonderful question. I mean, the thing is, the thing about using the toilet paper as a face mask is it's not really going to do anything negative or positive, right? It's sort of just wasting the little bit of toilet paper that you have. Yeah. But I also feel like there's some danger with using it the other way around. Yeah. I feel like that one is neutral. Like, I mean... It's just, you're just sticking wet toilet paper to your, to your face at that point, but it's like, maybe gross, but it's not going to do anything to you. Yeah. The, the other one, I feel like, could mess you up a little. So I think the face mask as toilet paper right. has higher highs and lower lows. <laughs> <laughs> right? Which is a consistent... What are the highs? I'm so I feel confused. like that could, I don't know, treat your butthole well. Like, that's skin too, you know? I feel like it would be really soft, you know? Maybe. No irritation. But the problem is face masks usually have holes for the eyes and mouth. Right. <laughs> so that's a huge, like you don't want your toilet paper going in with holes already. And I don't know how durable those things are. I've never really tested it. So. I think you'd have to keep them folded up. Like they kind of come folded. Kind of, yeah, and they I almost know. feel like a wet wipe when they come out of those little... Sure, that's what I mean. I feel like a wet wipe is a really luxurious way to clean yourself. Maybe. But... I feel like it depends on the kind of face mask that you get, though. Sometimes they're like... Sure. 
they have like acid and right. like if I would not want one that's like for acne treatment. Right. But you know, like some of them are like brightening and rejuvenating and they've got chemicals yeah. in them that are gonna make your Those asshole, hurt my um, face. So I can't yeah. imagine what it would do to other parts of my body. Precisely. Um, yeah, so I, it would have to be like a soothing, moisturizing one as opposed to like Some a Some shea various, butter. A, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Like a cucumber. Yeah. You know, coconut. That whatever. sounds refreshing. Yeah, exactly. Um, I still think I'm going toilet paper. This is one of, I, I usually go higher highs, lower lows, but not when it comes to my butt. Uh, (laughs) when I want to protect my butt I want uh, comfortable stability in a pre-quarantine world I would just choose that without any hesitation in a current quarantine world I'm like yeah but can I afford to waste the toilet paper that's true yeah because things have been a little uh, dicey in Hannah's apartment uh oh (laughs) well have we had to get creative the Walgreens will only give toilet paper out one roll at a time. One roll. I Not one You pack, can't see one my roll. face, but my jaw just dropped. Yeah. That's crazy, because people aren't supposed to go out, go to the store more than once a week. It took me two weeks to track down one six-pack of toilet paper. That is not an exaggeration. Wow. I feel like toilet paper is way easier to come by in my neighborhood. Yeah, it's something about mine, it's it's never, it's not in stock anywhere. And of course, like, you can't order it online from sure, anywhere. Sure, yeah, no. Yeah. yeah. I called Walgreens ahead, and I was like, do you have toilet paper? And they said yes, and then I got there, and they were like, you can have one roll. Well, that's probably why they still have it. Yeah. Nuts. Anyway, um, I, would st- I would still choose the toilet paper, because I don't want to roll the dice on the um, the face mask. It's too scary. Anything could happen. I have another question that I really like. And is this a listener question? No, it's just oh. a my question. That was our only listener question. So thanks so much for writing, Karen. This one is a little quarantine inspired, but like okay. not super quarantine inspired. Uh, what would be the best condiment to make a popsicle out of? Gross. You're trapped in your apartment. You desperately want a popsicle. You don't have any fruit juice. All you have are condiments. What, what are you going to choose? Um, no popsicle is not an option. I hate this. <laughs> I don't. Like, I'm not a big... <laughs> I'm not a big popsicle person to begin with, so... How do you feel about condiments? Neutral? Okay. <laughs> no. Um, I wouldn't say I am overly excited or not by them. Usually when I have condiments, though, they're like chipotle mayo. They're always okay. like the spicy variety. But I'm thinking of that in popsicle form, and it, that sounds so nasty. You don't want that? That's not what you're looking for? Oh, I got it. Okay. Honey mustard. Oh, that's a good one. I like that. Yeah. Yeah, that's the one. Why? <laughs> what? I think it goes without saying. Yeah, this is it, a podcast where we discuss things. <laughs> I mean, I came up with the answer. That was, I found it, and that was. I the have this. I think I have a better answer. Honey mustard is sweet and a little tangy, and I feel like it's it's an intense flavor, but it's um, 
not going to gross you out necessarily to eat yeah. like a whole bunch of it in a row. Mm-hmm. Whereas yeah. something like mayonnaise is a little too like nasty. I think to eat. anything mayo based yeah. is not correct. Right, not correct. And and mustard would be like a spicy popsicle, but I think it would be a little too much. But yeah. honey mustard would be just sweet enough Very to kind mellow. of temper yeah. it and be mellow. And I think it maybe even kind of trick your brain into being like, oh, this is dessert. So yeah. that's that's my answer. Great. So another answer that came to my mind was barbecue sauce, because you can get pretty sweet barbecue sauces. Yeah. Um, however, I still think that's the wrong answer. And I think <laughs> there are two correct answers. One is chocolate sauce. Wait. Like Hershey syrup. That's a condiment? It's is- a, yeah. Is it not? That's a topping. <laughs> What do you you put it on food in the same way that you is chocolate sauce considered a condiment? I didn't even know that. I don't know. I, I guess I mean I consider it a condiment. I don't know. People can fight about it in the comments. I guess maybe it is. Is it sold in the condiment aisle though? I feel like it's not. I don't know. I mean, is there a condiment aisle specifically? Yeah. Well, I mean, there's usually like a condiment section that has all your like mayonnaise and mustard and ketchup and varieties. I don't buy condiments. Well, so my other answer, and I now now I'm curious if you're gonna not think that this is a condiment, maple syrup. Oh, see, uh, that seems like a condiment. It goes on top of pancakes, like. Yeah. Okay. I feel like you get away with that a little bit more. I don't know. I don't. I'm not. The maple queen. syrup goes a lot. Goes into like a, like if hunt like what about honey? Just straight honey. Is that a condiment? That's that's an excellent question that I do not know the answer to. I feel <laughs> like, like there is an answer, your... right? Yeah. Like, but I uh, I don't I'm not in charge of that. I guess <laughs> I've decided that I'm not in charge of figuring out what a condiment is. That feels like too much pressure. That that is yeah. a job that I was not born for. Yeah. So I I think that most people when they think of condiments they go to the savory sauces, right? Sure. Um, but I don't think they're necessarily a savory sauce. I think anything that you put on other food is a condiment. And so, uh, like anything that you would serve on the side. So it's like, I think a sauce is something that is required as a part of the meal. But if you would serve the food and then place the thing next to the food and it's optional whether or not you want it in the same way that like, I could serve someone a bowl of ice cream and put chocolate syrup on the side. And if you want chocolate syrup, you can have it but it functions without it. Same with ma- maple syrup comes on the side. I feel like I feel like syrup has to be a condiment because I don't know what else I would call it. Right, I think yeah. you're right. Because it's not like a sauce. You're right. It's not, mm-hmm. it's not, a, it, it doesn't work as a food in and of itself on yeah. its own. So, so I think, so yeah, that's my, my definition of, is a, of a condiment is a liquid that is served on the side of a dish. Okay. Well, then um, syrup is a is a great answer. It's like an optional, yeah, sauce. I mean, so. that would be super cloying, but still better than like mayonnaise or something. Oh <laughs> yeah, know? for sure. I mean, like it would be a very sweet. I almost wonder if honey mustard would be a better, more balanced like experience. Maybe <laughs> I don't know. Uh, I feel like maybe honey mustard is the adult choice, uh, and chocolate <laughs> right. syrup is the child choice. Honey mustard is like the artisanal Brooklyn popsicle yeah, exactly. choice. Like and, honey mustard with a sprinkle of sea salt. Like. Right. 
and like know? peppercorn or yeah exactly or like sesame seeds right yeah that that's what i'd think yeah but like it's served on like an an all natural recycled stick but i think uh yeah. <laughs> i think that maple syrup is probably more the most sort of traditional yeah well i feel like they do do that like i feel like they i've seen that before where they or at least they i've seen it where they like take fresh maple syrup and put it in snow on a stick and then like people in canada do this i think um anyway i mean it is it's a fun visual to think of either of them as they're melting right (laughs) yeah that's because you gotta eat quick so fast you do not want that on you would you rather have plants that never die but are real, not like plastic plants, or floors that sweep themselves? Interesting. I feel like I would rather have floors that sweep themselves. I mean, I like the idea of plants that never die because I do kill plants. <laughs> I'm not the best plant mom that there ever was uh and that you know they they do a lot to brighten up a space but but the floors that sweep themselves are they're what they're giving you is time right like the the plants are there or they're not but like they're just adding decoration but the floors that sweep themselves are saving you the time and hassle of a chore and they're keeping your place nice and clean for you I don't know. I just think that that's that's too good to give up. I will say that I do think you're saving time if you don't have to water your plants. How long does it take you to water your plants? Depends on how many plants you have. I mean, I have like four. So (laughs) the the time difference is quite large between them. I also live in a very small apartment. So sweeping is not super time consuming. You know what I mean? Like I have to sweep a room. So Fair. But also... Don't you feel like part of the joy of having the plants is the the caretaking of it, like the the keeping it alive and the sort of be, the the pride that you have these glorified like glorious plants that you've doted Do you upon? Do you feel that way about plants? The ones I haven't killed. <laughs> uh, yeah, I just like would love to know. Like my thing about I love plants. I think they're great. I really like having them in my space. I think they do a lot for like just my mood and my like happiness but like so I have definitely bought plants that because I thought they were beautiful but they just don't do well in my temperament zone that I live in sure so, like and I'm not the type of person who's gonna pay for my heat to be on all winter so my plants don't die right because like some plants just can't exist in certain temperatures and they can't exist without certain humidities and stuff like that and like if you want to be, like, a full-ass plant lady, you have to buy humidifiers and you have to, like, make sure that your thermostat's set at a certain temperature and stuff like that. But if your plants never died, <laughs> you could have literally any plant that you wanted. But see, I have cacti and ivy, and they basically never die. <laughs> like, they, be- it's really hard to kill those plants. And yeah. so I feel like I already have plants that never die with very little attention paid. Yeah, I just love plants so much that I'm like, oh, I would, like, I bought a pretty expensive lemon tree last year, and I'm, like, really hoping that I can, when I say pretty expensive, it was $35, so that's not (laughs) crazy. (laughs) All of my other plants cost, like, $4. I thought that was so bougie. I was like, ooh, an expensive (laughs) lemon plant. 
Oh, yeah, no, it's, I mean, some people might find that bougie. <laughs> you get to decide if a $35 plan is bougie or not. That was before I, I knew it was $35. Yeah, yeah I, but, like, I do think that there are people who would be like, you bought a, a plan for $35 that is bougie. Um, that sounds nice, but I feel like you could get a lemon scent in your apartment in many different ways and you oh could... it's not no it's not as good as the real thing though. okay sure well you could also just keep a lemon plant alive uh like without think... it being sort of magical properties but how does that i don't know i just feel i like... think that one could keep a plant alive <laughs> <laughs> but could i i'm currently trying to and i'm not quite sure that i can sure i mean but like to have ever clean floors Oh, that sounds so great. <laughs> sounds yeah, so it. great. So much time, you know, you get back in your life. Oh, Check. but like to me, it's also like I will never have to worry about my... Yeah, I guess like I may maybe just like plants more than you. Okay, so you like plants more than I do. This is really funny to me too because every time there's a question about animals, I'm like, I would do the thing that gets me the animal. And Shelby's like, oh, I don't care. And now we're oh, talking yeah. about plants and I'm like, well, I don't care. I love plants. I love plants so much. Yeah, okay. Well, I think we, we did it. I think we did that question. <laughs> yeah, it's done. Um, I like clean floors, but plants that never die. God. Well, here's my question. Would you rather have to read aloud every word you see or sing everything you say out loud? Huh. Um, see... I think that I would prefer to sing everything, but for the sake of others, <laughs> I feel like I should say everything I read. Interesting. I didn't think you would even want to choose the singing option, personally. I like to sing. I just know that other people don't like to hear me <laughs> sing. So oh, out of I kindness, I refrain. I see. It's it's really more for others than it is for you. Got it. Oh, yeah. I sing in my apartment all the time, but I don't force that on others. But I could still pick the second one and just not speak. <laughs> right. Because it would also be really annoying to be around me and every time I looked at a sign or... <laughs> yep a cereal box or like I read without yeah every like, word that without you read. wanting to right yeah I, that's basically you anytime read. I see print writing it yeah. would be uh I would be the most annoying human <laughs> your job as a, I'm a co- copy. yeah I'm a copywriter yeah so like I I would like yeah no it would be terrible I would be like murmuring about like pharmaceuticals all the time my job as a book editor, that would that would really suck for me. Reading whole books aloud. Also, like, when I read over people's shoulders on the subway or... Yeah. <laughs> like... Or when, when you read a private text message that yeah, somebody sent exactly. to you. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, no. It, I feel like that's just untenable. I cannot do that. So I would just have to do the second one and just not not speak ever. Like, learn sign language. Yeah, I think... Well, that was that was my answer as well. Like, 
you can you can live your life without the ability to speak. You can just learn sign language or communicate in other ways. Well, the thing is, Hannah's also a beautiful singer, so I think that this would be a blessing to all of us instead of a, a hindrance. On my, for me... <laughs> You're very sweet. <laughs> Thank you. It would be very different. I don't even think it matters if you're a good singer. I think if you are always I think singing, it matters. Well, I mean, I, I think it matters. There are o- orders of magnitude but, here. <laughs> but I think even if you have, like, the most beautiful voice, if you are constantly singing everything that you say, it would yeah. it would just drive anyone insane around I still you. think you would get away with more of it than I would. I would have to be quieter than you. <laughs> I would have to say fewer things than you would. I wonder if you can sing in like on like a single pitch enough that like people would maybe not even totally know that you were singing. They like would just talk singing. Yeah, like you know, like you're just very monotone and you kind of say things around the same pitch and people don't really know that you're singing and that doesn't really matter and you know what I mean? Yes, like this is why Hannah could do it and I would have to just go <laughs> learn sign language. Not that that was beautiful singing. How pleasant was, was that? That was so pleasant. That was like ASMR. Gosh, nothing. That was nothing. Um, I'm just wondering, could you, could you kind of like get away with it a little bit by just being? I think certain people could. I think you might be one of those people. <laughs> Your whole life would be like, what is it called? Uh, like recitativo in musical theater, where where they have like long sections where they. They really are trying to get information across in what would normally be dialogue, oh, but it's an yeah. entirely sung musical, right? So yeah, it's just kind of like talk singing, like you said. Yeah, yeah. I think I could do it a little bit, but like it would give. I think I mine would get more annoying than yours, like faster. So, but I do think that's the only option because if I read every like while I yeah. was cooking, I would be like oregano, <laughs> cumin. <laughs> like I would never shut up. Yeah. Could you imagine driving somewhere with me? 15 miles until exit (laughs) blah 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 like no 372 miles until Kansas like it would be terrible I really like the idea that like every time you just glance down at your phone because you got a text message you would have to read that aloud no matter what it said even if it was every email I got every email I could no longer surreptitiously throw shade at others never it would be terrible yeah. If I had to be, like, very honest in all of my communication, it would be, yeah, I can't, I can't have that. And very positive, too, because anything you write down, you would then have to read aloud. Yeah, no, I can't. I can't have that. All right, so we would both learn sign language. I think that's that's the answer yeah. to this. And hopefully learn how to sing better. Maybe I would, enro- like, enroll in voice lessons. You'd have a lot of practice. You would get better. It's true. For the record, I've never heard Shelby sing, so I can neither confirm nor deny that what she's saying about her own voice, which is very negative, and I feel like it's probably too hard on her. You're so welcome. I've done you this kindness. <laughs> Moving on, so we no longer have to discuss uh, my voice. Uh, would you rather have magic hair that looks however you want, or magic skin that never burns? Is that the only benefit to the magic skin? Is that it doesn't get sunburned? Or I mean, what does, other... <laughs> well, the magic hair looks however you want. Does the magic skin look however you want? I guess. Well, that, yeah, cha- like that you changes can get rid the of, question. Yeah, 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 yeah. You can get rid of pimples. You can get rid of scars. You can, like... Wrinkles? Sure. Oh, then the skin. 
Oh, really? Yeah. I'll buy it. If if the magic skin that you can make it look however you want and you can get rid of all pimples, acne, blackheads, wrinkles, scars, and everything and just have like the most beautiful, luxurious face skin that ever was without face skin. With like, <laughs> without investing in creams and Botox and stuff. <laughs> the phrase face skin <laughs> makes everyone immediately sound like a serial killer. <laughs> 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 When someone stops talking about your face and starts talking about your face skin, <laughs> run. Do not go to a second location with them. I'm not a serial killer. I'm just... I'm just joking. I'm just specific. I know, but like, you know what I'm saying. Most people would just say face. Yes, I know. You're right. Well, what if you could like grow your hair on command? Like when you were like the magic hair, it's like, oh, I can have a, a pixie cut today and tomorrow I can have hair past my knees. I just feel like that's, I feel like your your hair is already so much more easy to manipulate, whereas your skin is way harder to like get it to look the way that you want. You know, like as you get older, yeah. you can't get rid of the wrinkles or you can't like, yeah. or, or if you're like a teenager, you can't get rid of the acne or whatever. But you, your hair, like you, there's already a lot of systems in place that are like there to yeah. help you make your hair look however you want, whether it be like dyes or haircuts or, or like things you can like clip in or whatever and even wigs i just feel like okay there's a what lot if the more... skin is only burns like you only avoid burns because i feel like the skin is overpowered the skin i think is overpowered if that's the parameter if it's only that you avoid sunburns nah i can avoid okay. sunburns i can just put lo- i can just put sunscreen on my face and avoid lotions on my face skin, <laughs> skin. <laughs> so. yeah well to me I think I might go avoid sunburns in that case because then I get to avoid pain. And I would save so much money on um, sunscreen. But your hair is an everyday thing versus... I do so little to my hair, though. What? I do so little to my hair. But But you could do so much to your hair if you had magic layer versus the just avoiding sunburns to me is already kind of easy you just put sunscreen on and you don't get sunburned I have never avoided a sunburn really like never I've never gone out like I yeah well I I wear like uh SPF 100 and it like doesn't I like like for me sunblock is like uh mitigating the like amount of sunburn I get like it's going to be a less severe sunburn I probably won't blister if I'm wearing sun sunblock wow um but if I like I no I that is I thought that I was really susceptible to sunburns compared to most people but I I have incredibly sensitive skin it's it's not even that I'm so pale it's just like my like I I can't use face creams that have vitamin C in it or my skin will burn. Like What? Yeah, I like I have like really bad reactions to some lotions and stuff and my skin yeah, I just have incredibly sensitive skin. Wow. Uh, Okay, well I mean specific to you that makes sense, but I feel like in general for most people who don't get sunburned by their lotion, I feel like that it's I think it's sunburned sitting inside. Like if I sit near a window for long enough. Wow. Yeah. <laughs> like, in winter. Like, I've gotten, like, just on a sunny day in winter, sitting near a window, I've gotten sunburn on my face before. So, like... Shelby, I'm so sorry <laughs> that this yeah. is... It's also crazy, because, like, 
those of you who don't know me, I don't look that pale. Like I'm, I'm no. a white, a very white woman, but like, I don't like, it's not like I'm an al- like albino or like I look particularly pale, but I have incredibly sensitive skin. I see. Yeah. I would have thought, like, I think I'm more pale than you are. I think you I, are too. But I yeah. would have thought that it would be worse for me. And I, that's shocking. I mean, for me, I, I am susceptible to sunburn, but I can, I can mitigate it, you know, like I can handle it versus it just sounds wonderful to be able to do literally anything that I want magically with my hair and make it look amazing every single day and different whenever I want it to. Oh, and I can get rid of gray hair and I can, yes, I can like avoid haircuts and like, yeah, that sounds wonderful. I, so I think like the hair thing is taking something neutral and making it good. Yeah. Whereas, whereas, like, the skin thing is helping you avoid something that's bad. Yeah. It's like taking something that's bad and bringing it to neutral. And it's like, I would rather have just, like, a guarantee of not a bad thing happening as opposed to the ability to create something good. I think it's Because, like you said, I can do my hair, right? It just takes a lot of time. But the guarantee that, like... I would never have to have sunburn ever again. Yeah, I, I mean, I think it's just like an, I, I think it's just an order of like frequency, right? Because I think I get sunburned maybe one time a year. So if I if I get a sunburn one time of year and it lasts a couple of weeks, you know, versus the ability to have this amazing hair without having to put any effort into it for all the other weeks of the year, I don't know, it just... Seems like way yeah. more um, upside. Yeah, I get. For me, it's just like I don't know. Maybe I just don't care about hair very much. <laughs> like, well, like I, I mean, but also just thinking about like, okay, so I have magic hair. So when I go out into the world, people get to see me with like all these different hairstyles and haircuts and colors, and and I get to sort of present myself as this like magical being out in the world. And, like, when you go out in your world, you're like, see, no sunburn. <laughs> like, <laughs> yeah, but the thing is, like, I don't know if I would, if, even if I had the magical powers, would I use them? Like, I don't know if I would want, like, super intricate hair stuff happening. Like, oh, I am fully just too lazy to make it happen. But if I didn't, if there wasn't work involved, oh, my God, I would have different colors every day of the week. Oh, okay. I would have long hair, short hair. Yeah, that would be. I just, yeah, see, I just don't care about hair at all. Like, even if it was, even if it was just like a snap of the fingers, I could have any haircut in the world. I don't think I would ever use it. You could make money off of that skill. Like, it, you would be able to, you'd have like an outwardly presenting magical power. I, I guess. I don't know. Like, to me, it's just like not that exciting. I mean, what's not exciting to me is like, I have the magical power of having regular skin today. <laughs> like, I don't know. I also, yeah, well, there's also the fear of, like, skin cancer and stuff like that. Like, not getting sunburn, like, is bad for your health and things like that. So it's, like, preventative medicine in a way, which yeah. I think is nice. Again, it that's, also, like, it's a very practical superpower that you're choosing. Yeah, it's also, you know, if you don't get sunburn, you're... Uh, reducing your chance of getting wrinkles and like you know there's lots of like negative repercussions of sunburn that are lasting beyond just the initial pain 
Yeah, again, it only happens to me like once a year. So there's no, <laughs> there's just not enough upside for me on this one. I'm sorry. All right. Well, I'm sticking by the magical skin that doesn't burn. For you, that sounds like the right choice. Based yeah. on what you've told me now about your life I, avoiding I also sunburn. don't want to make it sound like I get sunburned anytime I leave my apartment because that <laughs> is untrue. <laughs> if you could be an Olympian in any sport, what would you choose and why? I mean... I feel like neither of us have really thought about this question very much. No. Because <laughs> we are not particularly sports people. <laughs> We're not the physical types as much. Yeah. Uh, we both just took the uh, personality character quiz that's going around the internet and we both got willow rosenberg (laughs) and then lisa simpson and lisa simpson i will say i did do sports growing up but the sport i played growing up is not an olympic sport so yeah shelby is much more sporty than i am i had but still not sporty let's (laughs) which tells you something about me um yeah well i had injuries growing up so let's see here's my question about the so it, it, basically, it's like you could be an Olympian, but not like your lifestyle would have to be the lifestyle of that yeah. Olympian. Yeah. And all the same sort of like pressures on your body and the risks and the, the daily routines and everything would be the same. Yeah. So you're, you're to me, as much as, it, as wonderful as it would be to have some awesome flashy sport where i'm like like, gymnastics like gymnastics or like even like pairs figure skating or something yeah the the physical toll that that takes on your body is your life and your whole life is just incredible so my first instinct was like curling (laughs) mine was like archery (laughs) yeah archery is a very good one i would that one is good yeah. Yeah. Well, like archery is more about your bow than anything else, right? <laughs> and like your eye, like your ability to aim. Like if you can get the bow back, that's the amount of strength that you. Maybe I. I don't know anything about fucking archery. Well, I mean, so I like I apologize. You have, you have to have like great upper body strength, right? Because the right, sure, but like you only have to be as strong as pulling your bow back right right? like it it doesn't get harder like it you know yeah becoming Dwayne Johnson does not allow you to be better at archery yeah well I just like once read about a woman who won the gold or like medaled in the Olympics in archery and she didn't start becoming an archer until she was in her 40s oh my god that's wonderful (laughs) she like never touched a bow until her 40s but we both went with like skill sports because uh curling too is is very much just a skill sport it's not about like how jacked you are to like use the little broom to uh you know yeah exactly uh because I don't want something where it's like I have to super watch what I eat and I have to super train my whole life away or like like I like, if it was, like, a magical scenario in which I'm just amazing at this, like, one sport and I can just, like, walk on and not do any training and not do any, like, whatever, I just have this innate magical, like, it would be, like, gymnastics or figure like skating, figure skating yeah. or something, like, very lyrical and beautiful, but, like, listen, yeah, I'm not doing those things for a reason. <laughs> yes, there is a reason neither of us became Olympic athletes in yeah. the first place. Um, and I don't have, I, I feel like I wouldn't, I wouldn't, uh, get any enjoyment out of like any of the like winter sports, which are like the skiing, snowboarding. Those all seem. Well, you said 
I mean, figure skating is No, no, a, no, no, no. Okay. Uh, the sort of, like, downhill. Downhill. Like, that all, all of that seems terrifying to me. Oh, just, I love skiing, so maybe I would do downhill skiing. You still gotta Ooh. be in pretty good shape for that, though. I know. I yeah. I mean, again, if this was a magical thing, oh, magical maybe thing, maybe downhill skiing. Magical thing. I would be a figure skater, hands down. I was in love with Christy Yamaguchi growing up. Oh yeah. I love. No, let's not put this in the past tense. I love figure skating. <laughs> As an adult, yes, if you looked in my YouTube history, you would find videos of the French National Pairs champions. <laughs> yeah, I get it. It's very beautiful. Vanessa James and Morgan Cipre, man. They were just beautiful and lyrical. I freaking love it. Um, so I would do that. But in real life, no. Actually, really like your answer of archery. Yeah. Um, I'm sure that there are other ones that I just, like, don't know about that are, like, more, uh, skill-based. I just don't know what they are. Is ping pong still, is ping pong an Olympic sport? It's called table tennis. Um, and yes, it is an Olympic sport. Um, I just don't want the table tennis community to come after us. So I felt like we should, uh, proactively, uh, correct that. I think that it does... That's, like, incredibly, like, uh, aerobic, though. Like, the balls come at you fast in that. (laughs) Like, they do actually train, I feel like. I understand that. I feel like curling is almost a sport that, like, you could sit back and have a beer until it's your turn to go. (laughs) Yeah, 100%. Curling is, like, the bowling version. It's, like, almost just recreational. I've... I got so into curling one time after watching. I just was enthralled by it. the little, the little like the guys with their brooms. Little and brooms, like, yeah. Yeah, I don't know. I just loved it, and so I tried curling one time. Where? How? Tell me everything about this. No, in North Carolina, they had it was right after the Olympics when everyone was like curling is cool, and they had a um, a day when you could just go and like try it out. So I did, That's and so you, cool. I wore like tennis shoes on the ice. It was really. Yeah, I think I think I might like curling better than archery, personally. I don't know. Curling seems cool. Curling does seem cool. Archery also seems cool though. And then I don't know. I feel like archery is like is like a cooler brag. (laughs) Oh, for sure. It's a little bit more badass than being a curler. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So curling or archery is are our answers. I love this. Let's do a would you still go out with him? Great. Okay, would you still go out with them? It's a first date, and plot twist, he's actually terrible. (laughs) Usually, these are like, he's so great, but there's this one bad thing. Yeah. This one's a little different. It's terrible. You are, yeah, like 10 minutes in, you decided, like, I do not want to see this guy again. Do you know, I already feel more comfortable in this hypothetical world. (laughs) Like, I feel like this is more reflective of reality. Yeah, so like, most, you know, most of the dates you go on. Right. But at, at the end of the date, you're walking to the subway, and he saves you from getting hit by a car. Oh, my. And sustains mild injuries to himself. <gasps> oh, my goodness. In the process. <laughs> uh, and you, like, then thank him profusely. And when, he, when you do, he says, it's nothing. He's happy to protect you while he gently pushes your hair away from your face. 
I'm sorry. I wish you all could have had the visual that I just had of Shelby pushing her hair, her own hair gently away from her face. I also think that this is really funny because I think you've taken insider knowledge that you have about me and, and decided to use it against me. What do you, whatever do you mean, Hannah? I mean that we had a conversation about how I'm very attracted to characters who are very, very like selfless and protector types who, uh, and, and that my love language is like acts of service. And she's like, oh, well. <laughs> so, but basically, would you still go out with them up until this point has been an exploration of like, deal breakers yeah of like how someone who's doing great can ruin it but like this is the opposite of like someone who's doing terrible is are there feats where like it can really turn the whole night around yeah I love that I also I think it's brilliant that you've turned it around on us yeah I I applaud your your thank you question asking thank you it's hard for me not to just be like well it depends because it okay tell me more about what it depends on on the on the rest of the date, whether it was just sort of like you he wasn't a bad person, or if it was like full of deal breakers, you know? Yeah, I mean? so it wasn't like he was a bad person. It was just like you didn't really have a lot in common. You just like it just like, you didn't feel it, you know? It right. was just like this, you know? It was just like he was kind of boring, and just like you just, you know, like eighty percent of the dates you go on, yeah. it's like this is the same thing. Nothing exciting. I don't have anything to talk to you about. I have, like, no interest in seeing you right. again. So we didn't then, click. The conversation didn't come super naturally, naturally. super smoothly. But it wasn't like yeah. he said a whole bunch of things that I... No, he wasn't, like, racist or, like, yeah. voted for Trump or, like, anything like that. He was just, like... It was terrible in the sense that, like, wow, that felt like a wasted night. And then he, like, jumped in front of a car to make sure that you didn't get hit by it. And then so this very nice thing about wanting to protect you. Yeah. Okay, so here's where I land in that case. Obviously, if he had said anything, like, racist or sexist or, or you know, horrible in the beginning of the day, it would still be a no. If he – so, okay. <laughs> so I feel like I would usually give a second chance to a guy if we – if we just whiffed a little bit on the first date anyway, maybe sometimes, depending on how bad the whiff was, because I feel like sometimes just people aren't very good at first impressions or they, they're nervous or or you don't hit upon the right conversation topics or somebody's having a bad day or whatever. Yeah. Um, so I, I kind of feel like it's I, I sometimes hesitate to just judge somebody off of the first date, even if it's um, not the best Mm-hmm. Again, assuming nothing like horrible deal breaky happened. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So if he then turned around what was essentially just kind of like a boring whiff of a date and then showed me this aspect of his personality that where he would basically jump in front of a car for a stranger because I I'm not anything yeah. to this guy, you know? Yeah. It does to me demonstrate a level of care and selflessness and generosity towards sure. you know towards a perfect stranger basically that yeah. i think would be 
I think would be good enough for me to give him a second chance, at least, you know, and also I I lose very little by going out with him again. And then we have another date. That's another whiff. Okay. So I don't go out with him on the third date, you know? Can I change it? I I agree with you. Okay. I would do the same thing. Okay. Like, I've gone on second dates with guys who did not risk life and limb to keep me safe. Yeah. (laughs) Who were, like, a little boring. So, um, yeah. However, let's change it a little bit. Let's say on the first date, he was, like, no active, like, deal breakers insofar as he was, like, racist or homophobic or, like, bigoted in any way. But let's say he had a really annoying voice and talked really loud, like, embarrassingly loud. <laughs> and and other than that, it was, like, a whiff of a date. But he was, like, a little embarrassing to be in public with because he was so loud and, like talked like kind of a motor mouth and didn't ask you very many questions yeah not a bad person right just like make you makes you a little cringy makes me a little like uncomfortable to be around him yeah but then he risks his life to save your life i think i would still i think i would still do it and i'll be curious to know if you would because i know like voice is really big for you it's big for me too but it is huge i think um I think I'd be so sort of overwhelmed by the the generous, brave act that I would assume that, like, the voice is something I can get over, maybe, if everything else about him is good. I, I don't think it would be enough of a deal breaker for me to not go out with him at least one more time. Uh, yeah, I would feel obligated to go out with him again. Yeah. <laughs> like, especially considering he sustained minor injuries yeah. for me. There's also the I guilt. Would, yes. Yeah. Like, I would say that kids at home don't be like me if you don't want to go out with someone again. Like, you don't have to. But knowing me and my guilt complex, I would feel obligated to go out with him again. I would know full well it would be our last date, but I would feel like I ha- could not leave it on. <laughs> Gee, Willikers, thanks for saving my life. Yeah. Bye forever. Right. <laughs> like, Hope the hospital bills aren't too bad. Yeah, especially if he texted me the next day and was like, I really had a great time. Like, I really want to see you again. It would not, like, it would not at me too much. So I would have to see him. I would be like... You're dedicating two hours to this man. He jumped in front of a car for right. you. Like, it's fine. Yeah. Um, uh, you'll just go somewhere that's not super crowded and it will be fine. Um, and I would have another date with him. It probably would also not be great. But I would feel a lot better being like, hey, I don't think we're clicking after a date where he didn't actively, like, risk life and limb for me. Yeah, I think I would have to, whatever the circumstances, go out on a second date with him to pay for his whatever. Yeah, I would, like, pay for the, like, the next date, I would pay for everything and be like, thank you so much. Like, you know, it would be more of, like, a thank you for saving my life than a true second date. Yeah. But I would still feel like I, like, I was obligated to do that. And maybe, maybe you would go on a second date with him and he actually, like, you would click better on the second date with more familiarity and with this, like already feeling of like endearment towards him or who knows but there's based on my dating experience i think that's unlikely to happen but but possible it's possible yeah i appreciate your optimistic outlook on the world <laughs> uh that's not really where my head goes my head goes if you are doing a 
Yeah. And no, it's just like, it's like a payback situation at that point. Right. Like you're paying him back for saving your life. Literally, the least you can do is uh, like have another beer with him. Uh, I also just like, like the idea of someone saved my life and the very next interaction with him was like, I'm not feeling it. Sorry. Right. Seems like unbearable to me. So, uh, yeah. Anyway. Too cold. What if you ghost somebody after they save your life? Yeah, like someone (laughs) saves your life and you ghost them. Like, (laughs) Jesus Christ. Um, Yeah, so I think you'd have to go out with them again. But I I I think it would probably only be one. I would feel, I would feel like then my, the balance would be struck and I would not have to. So let's say he sustained like a very bad injury. How See, many that, how many dates would you feel then you needed to go out on? <laughs> how bad are the injuries? Like, like is he in a coma? No, 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 no. But like he definitely like he broke, broke his, his leg. leg. Weirdly, so weirdly, at that point, I think I would have to fess up and be like, "Hey, I'm not feeling this romantically, but like, thank you so much. Like, I'll help you with your medical bills, or like, I'll like." you know, come over and make you, like, I would still offer to be helpful to him, but if, like, if I'm gonna, I don't think I could pretend to be romantically interested in him for longer than one day, one more date. Yeah. Because that feels cruel, too. I don't want to give him a ton of false hope that this is what we're falling in love over, like, the course of two months while I nurse him back to hell. Right. To be, to then, like, once he's healthy, pull that rug out from underneath him. That, I don't want, that seems cruel. Yeah. I I had the same answer. I was just curious what you would say. Yeah, I mean, like, at that point, but, yeah, so that's why I went mild in just injuries when I first asked the question, because if it's, if it is too bad... It, it almost, like, the romance feels almost secondary at that point, you know? Right. You know, it's like, oh, fuck, this is, like, a real, you're not just bruised up. Like, this is going to impact your income. This is going to impact, you know, like. Huh. But you don't think, you didn't really go into the, what this kind of tells you about his personality, that he did this act? Yeah, I didn't. You didn't, correct. you don't really feel like it would change your opinion of him as a person? I don't think it would. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think um, I'm not super into the protector archetype of a romantic partner. I do think it shows that he's like caring and stuff. Just for the record, I I like these kinds of characters in fiction. Like, you know, in the yeah. context in which we were having that sort of discussion about me liking the protector types tends to be in, like, television shows, you know. Yeah, but even in television shows, I don't like it. So, like, it's, that's never, like, the, the archetype that I gravitate towards. Yeah, so, like, I would be very grateful to him, but I don't know if it would move the needle in a romantic sense for me. It might. I have never been in that situation, so, like... I've never even been in a situation close, right? Like, I've yeah. never, yeah, like, nothing, I, I have no analog, so, like, it is kind of the wild west of, like, what would I feel, but my gut instinct is that it wouldn't make me feel any different about him. Okay. Especially if I was already felt like, he's not a bad person, he's just not my person. Yeah. This would just be further proof, like, he really isn't a bad person, he just isn't my person. 
But I'd like to introduce you to my friend Hannah, who <laughs> is really drawn to this kind of guy. Yeah, yeah, sure. I mean, yeah, I just like don't like maybe I would try to be friends with him and be like, but like if his voice was annoying and he like talked too loud in public. Oh yeah, I, I once went on about a date. Part. Yeah, I I once went on a date with a guy who was super loud. Like I. I have never been on a date where I was embarrassed to be with someone because usually it's just like even if they're not that attractive or they're like kind of weird or whatever it's they're weird quietly like no one you're <laughs> no one near you is being impacted at all so you just have like a conversation with pe- someone you don't really but like I went on this one date that I really hope he doesn't listen to this um that like he it was disruptive to like the other people near us like other people it, he was so loud that, like, other people were stopping to stare at our conversation. It was yeah. truly humiliating. I've I've been in that same situation before, too. And I, I distinctly remember he was very loud. And at one point, and I don't know why this came up, but I remember him kind of yelling, I don't believe in polygamy. And... <laughs> <laughs> Oh. Did he want points for not believing in polygamy? <laughs> like, wow. Uh, yeah, and I just remember just like cringe, like my whole body cringing. It's yeah, someone who speaks too loud in public places to the point where it's disruptive to like those around you. It is so uncomfortable, especially because most of, in my experience, those people are a hundred percent not aware that they right. are doing something inappropriate. Quiet yeah. weird is fine. I've got kind of, yeah. I've kind of got the corner, like the market cornered on quiet weird. <laughs> yeah, I'm into quiet weird. Yeah. Loud weird. That's like, now we're like ranging into crazy person on the subway, right? right. Uh, so, um, so I think I would know up front that like, you're a good person. I just am embarrassed to be around you. And that is a no dice. That I would feel guilty enough that I would sit through another public thing with him screaming about things and like quietly cringing on the inside. All right. Well, I think yeah, I think we've really agreed on this one. And uh... <laughs> yeah, uh, I'm cur- I'm I'm going to be interested to know what uh, the listeners say about this one because maybe other people don't feel as indebted as we do, or maybe yeah, I think they're less judgmental. We're kind of prone towards. Uh towards being people that would sort of feel indebted and feel a little like we owe him a second date, but I'm not sure if everyone would feel that way. Um, Well, thank you so much for joining us for Arguments About Nothing. Uh, I hope you guys had some uh, heavy debates this week. Uh, If you have the time, head over to our Instagram and like us and follow us. If you do, then you'll be able to see when we post our questions for you to vote on so that you can become part of the final say segment that we did at the beginning. And um, we'd also just like to thank everyone who's already done that and everyone who has liked and subscribed and rated and reviewed. Um, For small podcasts that are starting out, really, we depend on people doing this. You know, um, it makes such a huge difference if you take even just a couple of seconds out to like hit a star on the review on the app or hit subscribe um you know those things make a huge difference for us and we really appreciate those of you who have already done it and also just want to say thank you to allison fields for designing our logo uh and until next time keep fighting